This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we warm things in the microwave, eat them all, and you can't have any. Now that's not fair. We also warmed something in the oven. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did. We baked breadsticks. From a tube. Uh-huh. Because we're talking about jarred spaghetti sauce. Yes, yes. That staple of American childhoods. Yes. Right? The, yes. Isn't that what it is? One of the many things that got stapled to us as children. <laughs> Did you ever have an accident with a stapler? Oh, my God. That was my worst nightmare. Really? You were afraid of the stapler? I was scared of getting my fingers stapled. I, I did it once. Do you? Oh, my God, you did? Oh, absolutely, yes. Wow, how was it? I mean, I didn't like I didn't like crucify myself. I just like <laughs> got a staple poked into my finger. Cut to Tori Amos. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, uh, it hurt. That's, that's what happened. Um, did you have any kids in your school who would like, or did you have any friends who thought it was really fun to play with like straight pins or safety pins and sort of like poke them through like an outer layer of their skin on their, their fingers? Yes. I haven't that's, thought. Oh, that terrified oh, me. Uh, why did you bring that up? <laughs> I, I, I managed not to think about there that. There was also this kid in elementary school. His first name was Jeremy. I'm not going to say his last name, even though I remember it. Did they make a video about him? <laughs> no, he's He's not the subject of the Pearl Jam song. <laughs> okay, no. good. Um, he would flip his eyelids inside I out. I knew you were going to say that. it terrified me. We had that kid, too. Oh, I hate that kid. <laughs> uh, I think that's what that song was about, actually, Jeremy. And that's what it was about. That's what he did that, that was so horrifying. We, um, should, we shouldn't joke about it. Yeah. All right. We're, <laughs> I mean, we're joking about the song. <laughs> Oh, right. Uh, all right. So, uh, jarred spaghetti sauce. Did you, did, is this something you grew up with? And did you have like a house brand? For sure. I remember when Classico was first launched. Sure. And it was like, you know, sort of the new high end, delicious, supposedly jarred spaghetti sauce. And whenever I, whenever we ate spaghetti sauce, we used that. It never occurred to me that one could make spaghetti sauce from scratch until I was into my late 20s. And you know, I do make spaghetti sauce from scratch sometimes, but I definitely still buy this stuff. And uh, my my favorite brand is is among these, but I won't tell you what it is ahead of time. Wow, being coy. 
so so Classico was the one you grew up with. I feel like we we definitely had Classico. I do remember also when that was introduced. We we definitely also had the uh, the ragu and the prego, which I think oh, I didn't prego. get today. Sorry. Um, and you know I probably should have researched this, but I feel like I don't know what the difference is, if anything, between the low end ragu, like you know two dollar jar and the classico four dollar jar classico do they still sell many different types like there was one oh, that many had like different sliced types. mushrooms and yeah and i wanted to get like the most seemingly the most basic yeah. of each brand yeah. because i i feel like i i haven't had real good luck with the ones with bits in them yeah nobody <laughs> likes bits in their, their well somebody sauce. does because they sell a jillion different kinds i mean they sell like you know the spicy peppers and the uh flavored with meat is it the this is a real thing (laughs) is it that you don't (laughs) like the chunky bits or i mean like do you like chunks of tomato do you like chunky sauce or smooth sauce generally i would say i prefer smooth sauce for this kind of sauce um i don't object to chunky bits in general i'd be happy to have like some freshly sauteed mushrooms in my sauce but it just never seems fresh probably because it's been sitting in a jar for months Huh, strange which works for tomatoes but doesn't work for some of the bits they use yeah i was just imagining the flavored with meat one which which really is a product that maybe they they like have a piece of meat that they just dip into a bunch of jars successively (laughs) (laughs) that would be great do you think that it's like like a meat post that like they just drive down in it and kind of twist you it around. Say that as if a meat post is a thing that I should have heard of. <laughs> well, I was trying to imagine the shape of it. First, I pictured a slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thought, sure. Then I thought, oh, why haven't they, why isn't Ragu partnered with Slim Jim? Like you know, put the logo on the label. Like you know, now made with real Slim Jim meat. In quotation marks. Hey, do you think that they have, do you think they flavor it with meat before it goes in the jar? And they've got like a big paddle made of meat that they stir a huge cauldron of it with? Right. That if A meat paddle. That's, that's uh, you know, if a meat, what was what did you say? Meat, <laughs> meat pole? Meat post. <laughs> meat post. <laughs> kids, meat. dance around the meat pole. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I think just saying kids dance around the meat pole is enough to get you indicted. <laughs> Yeah, scratch that. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Either okay, they have a, either great. they have a cauldron or they have a machine that dips Slim Jims into the jars. <laughs> Definitely one of those things. Mm. We've baked up some some breadsticks with some uh, you know refrigerator mm. dough from a tube, um, as as it should be. It smells like the Olive Garden in here. We've warmed up oh, some sauce, great. of course, we've, and we've got we've got endless breadsticks. Okay, so. Uh, Let's once again apply the old cheese plate logic to this. Which one should we start with? I feel like maybe we should start with the ragu. I think you're right. I, I feel like we go ragu, Bertoli. Okay. I think I feel like Bertoli and Classico are kind of the same. You think? I mean, not literally the same, but I think they're, they're going for the same market segment. Okay. Ooh. The, okay. So let me observe. The ragu is like quite opaque. Like it really coats. But at the same time, it's it's one of the least viscous of all the sauces. Mm-hmm. Very tomato pasty. Yep. Sweet, kind of like ketchup for your pasta, and kind of. I delicious. wonder if that's it that that the um, that the cheaper ones are made with more tomato paste, and it's cheaper because it's easy to transport a large amount of tomato paste because it's has less water in it. I'm totally making this up. I, I mean, I am a, a tomato sauce economist by day. You know, I like that. I think I I would really enjoy that with some meatballs. I mean, I would enjoy anything with um, meatballs. Let's be real. Now, meatballs that is that from the makers of Meat Post. <laughs> No, meat paddle. <laughs> it's from the makers of meat paddle. Okay. Oh yeah, paddle ball. 
hadn't even thought of that. Okay, is it okay if I if I double oh, yeah, dip double this dip. breadstick? Oh yeah, double dip. Are we going? Are we moving on to? Okay, so that that is that is totally good. I'm yeah, I'm that fine was totally delicious. Okay, Bertoli. Sure. Oh, similar coating of the the breadstick, and it's got some it's got some chunks in there too. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh. Mm. Ugh. Very. Whoa. Um. Is that? It's kind of like a strange herbal flavor that. Almost vinegary, I, it's, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's like really um, sour to an unpleasant degree. All right. That's that's the one that I thought was my favorite. But that's good. Are it's you good. serious? Yeah, I mean, it's good. I, I think the thing we've learned from all these things is that if you taste any of these things in isolation, it's going to be basically fine. Like kettle chips. Remember kettle chips? Like how much we disliked kettle chips when tasted among uh, alongside oh, a bunch of other chips. That. But I've since had kettle chips, and they were fine. Okay, well, let's move on to the old Classico family favorites. Oh. Now, this one is really viscous. Like, you know, it, you dip it, and it holds, it retains the shape of the breadstick in this, the bowl. This has, like, more oregano than the Bertoli. Very oregano-y. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's good. I like it. It's, it's lots of dried herb flavor. I feel like this one would be really good on English muffin pizza. Oh, which is yeah. which is one of the main things that I use these for. By hey, the way. listen. Uh, so far, I'm going to put it out there that ragu's winning for me. I agree. Okay, let's do Newman next. Okay, which uh, and we we've, we've uh, I'm going to take a picture of this, but we have uh, we put out post-it notes so we wouldn't forget which sauce was which, which is something I was really nervous about before we started. And uh, for the Newman's own marinara, Molly has written "Old Blue Eyes." Yeah, isn't that Sinatra? <laughs> Um, I mean, is is uh, is Newman is, is <laughs> the way I say it? It sounds like I'm talking about Newman from Seinfeld. Uh, is Paul Newman trying to steal Frank Sinatra's nickname in the afterlife? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of weird. That is weird, isn't it? Weird. It's just a weird flavor. That's very descriptive. I really like these breadsticks, by the way. Yeah, um, me too. It's it's weird, sort of in the same way as the Bertoli one, in that it, it has kind of a you know vinegary, like not quite cooked off, winey flavor yeah, to it. Yeah, I, I wonder if the level of sweetness may have a lot to do with our ranking because I feel like the ones the we, ragu is a sugar bomb and it's delicious, right? And I think I think the uh, the other one that we the Classico I think is sweeter than the two that we, that we didn't like so far. Let's see. Do, so they, the, do they list amount of sugar here? Um, well, it's probably hard to say because some of the sugar is going to come from tomatoes. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's probably probably a lost cause. Hey, can we taste this last one? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So this last one, I, I'm going to make a prediction that this is going to be our favorite because it has the most fat. You can kind of see like oil droplets collecting around the edge of the puddle. Of yeah. And if you look at the label, this one has seven grams of fat versus like the Snooman's two grams. Hmm. That tastes the closest to homemade to me. It does. I, feel I don't like love it, but it has a really strong cooked garlic flavor to me. You're right. I mean, verging on overcooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not real fond of that. I do agree. It has like, it's got a real homemade texture to it. I like the oiliness of it. I, I wish I could suck out some of the garlic. Oh, this ragu. Well, there you have it. Mm, mm. I mean, it's, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's really good. This is like another perfectly engineered industrial food it product. It is. I wish, I wish I'd gotten the Prego. I'm sorry. Wow. This, this for me goes right up there with... Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool up. Ranch Doritos. Um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And Mm. yeah, I can't remember what else we've said. Hey, well, I'm going to eat a little bit more of this ragu. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep digging in, too. So do you do you still buy these or do you are are you so cool that you only make your own at this point? The truth. We want the truth or just a lot of crunching. No comment. (laughs) Really? Well, I feel like I'm going to be 
vilified gonna, either gonna, way. Yeah, I'm yeah totally, you're right. I'm Damned totally, if you do. But I'm particularly going to be vilified if I say that I only make my own. I don't think so. Okay. I, mean, I think... Well, I only make my own. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> using some of those can tomatoes from, from everyone's favorite episode, the can tomato episode. Yeah, no, that was our best yet. <laughs> best ever. Just kidding. Um, JK. I do. I do buy it. I um, <clears throat> I use it for... <laughs> Pardon me. I really like using uh, canned uh, jarred sauce for making uh, penne alla vodka. I'll pick, use one of these, add cream, add uh, saute some pancetta, and mm-hmm. throw that in, cook down, cook down the vodka, mix it all together. Ooh, yeah. That's, I, think, uh, I think the ragu would be really nice for that. Yep. I Oh, you know what I use jarred sauce for that is great, like... And ragu would be perfect for it because it is like, you know, it, it's the lasagna equivalent of Sloppy Joe's. It's this Cook's Illustrated recipe for skillet lasagna where you break up some lasagna noodles, you throw them in a pan with uh, some like Italian sausage and a jar of sauce and some extra water and just boil the hell out of it until the noodles are done. Uh-huh. Then throw some cheese on, let the cheese melt and serve it. it it's like something people would eat at a Roman Bacchanal. Or is that Greek? I don't know. Wow. Like, and an orgy. It's orgy food. Wow. It's like an orgy. I mean, do you just like like eat it with your hands and just I like would, lay around yeah. on the ground rolling in it? Or? Yeah, that's what all these, the stains on my rug that you thought were blood stains <laughs> are actually skillet lasagna stains. Ooh, boy, am I relieved. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's uh, that pretty much covers it. I mean, I'm- should we at least give a, you know, pay lip service to Scary Alfredo? Oh, I am scared. my uncle Scary Alfredo. I'm scared of Alfredo sauce from a jar, and I suggested to Matthew that we taste some for the episode today, but he said it was so revolting that we shouldn't even do it, which I think is, is saying a lot for us here at Spill. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, we eat a lot of revolting stuff. Do you remember the gummy turtle thing that tasted like a open wound and looked like an open wound? <laughs> yes, and I remember the uh, the Brazilian meat jelly from Oof. like last week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That 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 <laughs> the chocolate that reminds. Reminded me of the Swiss Alps. Oh yes, the the disgusting <laughs> chalky Swiss Alps. Yeah, I. It's just one of those. You know, we've talked about this before. I think that there are some things that should be canned and some things that should not be canned. And yeah. people people will go ahead and can everything, whether or not it should be. But only a few things actually belong in a can, unless you're unless you're in some kind of survive post apocalyptic scenario. What? Other things don't belong in a can besides we, Alfredo sauce. And we've already determined that in a post-apocalyptic scenario, the first <laughs> thing that will happen is you will eat me. Um, <laughs> they, okay, the number one thing that comes to mind that doesn't belong in a can is potatoes. Have you seen canned potatoes? No. Yeah, there's canned cooked potatoes. Oof. No, doesn't okay. make sense. Okay, okay, got and, it. And believe me, I'm not opposed to convenience potato products. I, I buy frozen hash browns. I think they're good. Uh, canned potatoes, I don't understand. I don't know. Canned green beans are not very good. I have a, I have a oh, do you in like my heart that, for them. Do you like the, the casserole? I, mean, I love fresh green beans when they're still squeaky. However... I love the squeaky. I also have a place in my heart for just like a big old heap of green, gray, canned green beans. Okay. Let me think. Something else does that should be Does this redeem me? Does this, does this admission of mine redeem the fact that I make tomato sauce only from scratch yeah i think the i think the scale of justice is is once again in equilibrium great (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh the scale of justice is like white trash on one side and like uh uh alice waters on the other exactly that's it yeah other things that shouldn't go in a can 
Canned corn is pretty good. I'm okay oh, with canned that. Canned corn is really yeah. quite good. Uh, Creamed corn, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh yes. Yeah. But I mean, okay. But to me, canned tomatoes are like the the best thing you can can. I think it probably has something to do with the fact that they're so acidic, and I think there's no shame whatsoever in jarred ain't, tomato ain't sauce. No shame in that game. Yes, there, there's no shame in any game as long as as long as. Uh, what about I don't know canned, what I was going to say. Canned potato game. There's Seems a like little there's there. Yeah, there's like like there. you know, thirty thirty. There's a real some real, shame. real sadness in that game. Yeah, like some sometimes sometimes uh, deep in the night I'll open a can of potatoes and, um, and just cry. Wait, maybe when you need to have a good cry. Yeah, just you open a can not, of not on a meat post. <laughs> And <laughs> crack open a can of potatoes and just boo it for a while. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, we really need to wrap this up. You can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we'll post uh, uh, the lineup. There's going to be like a, a lineup uh, of suspects in the in the case of who left the the uh, blood stains on my carpet. Uh, and uh, I, I think I'm pointing the finger at you, Bertoli. And, uh, but um, <laughs> I'm just so glad you didn't say fingered Bert. I'm fingering. Bertoli. <laughs> yeah, I'm fingering you, Bertoli. <laughs> <laughs> it always kills me when people use that phrasing. Isn't that, he yeah. Was, he was fingered for the crime. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I mean, that's to, some to be fair, that, that sounds like a pretty intense punishment. <laughs> like, I am, I am going to mend my evil ways <laughs> now that I know that that's what's in store. Uh, Depends on who's doing it. I mean, sure. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I have a feeling, you know, whoever it is, it's not going to be like on my top 10 <laughs> list <laughs> of, of potential fingerers. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> new, for, for, second, for second degree murder, you get the meat post. Uh, that was dumb. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, good. Uh, I'm just so sophomoric. Yeah. Just go. Just who I am. Just go back to your breadsticks. <laughs> uh, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You like how I remembered where I left off? Wow. Um, and uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Mm. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I mean, we've already spent the entire episode talking about meat posts. Yeah, the show that comes to you via international meat posts. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. And our special guest today is Adele. (laughs) Thank you. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 